Greetings, and welcome to episode 10 of Smash, Loot, and Roll. The trio returns to the Yawning Portal to regroup and see where they want to go next. They still wonder about the strange encounter with the scarecrows and skeletons outside of Waterdeep, and they have their tavern to build. While not lacking in things to do, the trio takes Founder's Day to learn more about the gang war between the Zents and the Zans. Thank you for listening, and enjoy episode 10, Underwater Fusion. Yeah, as you guys turn head into the Yawning Portal, you see Yagram standing at the door. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk with her. It, it, nods, nods uh, you guys in. It's good good lady, if you, if you have a moment a bit later on, I'd like to buy you a beer and, and uh, <laughs> uh, quick conversation if possible. She goes, I'll never turn down free free alcohol. <laughs> she goes, I'll rotate off the door shortly and I'll come find you. Sounds good. Yawning Portal is the typical ruckus tavern that you want. If you guys want, up in roll 20, I have the map pulled up for you guys to see what the interior looks like. Okay. Uh, you guys get your drinks. And Kyle immediately tackles Chip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kyle sees Chip and uh, from inside where he's been hanging out at the bar and everything else, comes running around the corner and goes, is one happy dog to see his best buddy again? Cheese curds at the corners. Yep. <laughs> well fed and well loved. Oh, yeah. It, it seems, you know, uh, while the Yawning Portal it's not standing room only as you've seen on other nights, but it's about half packed, still carrying a good set of merriment. Fires are going, people are drinking, you know, one of the serving staff sort of motions you would say, they're like, find a seat, be with you shortly. And you guys get your choice from a table with chairs or you guys, there is one booth open for you guys to sit at, or you guys can lean up against the bar and chit chat up there. So whatever you like to do. I'm going for the booth. Going yeah. For the booth. yeah. Kyle takes a seat. Yeah. Kyle slides. Hey, Kyle slides under the under the chip. You jump on one, one. You slide on in, and Kyle jumps up and basically sits right next to you. And you're probably gonna, not going to enjoy the dog slobber bath. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle is probably about as tall sitting down as Chip. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> if not taller, <laughs> you know, like like any good dog that's that starved for attention. Chip. Kyle leans into you and just sort of. Goes, give me attention, give me attention. Paw on your, you know, puts his puts his paw on the, uh, on your lap and just sort of leans in and rubs oh. his head, and then eventually lays, you know, puts himself his front paws and his head on your lap and just sort of sits there, happy as can be to see you again. <laughs> ah, a dog's life, <laughs> nothing better. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to ask Bodie and Adrock, uh, where do you want to start with this, with this glowing stone? After hearing the Lady Penelope talk, I'm kind of I'm curious. I was thinking about if you guys don't have a better idea in the morning start, the shop where I got the ball of companionship. That owner seemed like he knew a thing or two. I wonder if we showed it to him, he might know something. I have to admit, I'm a little disconcerted by the coincidence of a giant monster with a single giant eye in a window and a bunch of guys rock walking around with eyeballs tattooed on their on themselves. I, I have absolutely no there's nothing to indicate that there's a correlation between the two. It just, I just feel a little creepy in that particular context. About the time you finish the statement, the uh, one of the servers comes up to you and he looks at you guys. He's like, what do you want? You got anything strong? Dwarven strong. Uh, oh. Do you have anything floral? <laughs> floral? He's like, we, we, <laughs> we can bring a good mix. Of, we could bring a good mix. Oh. He goes, Master Dwarf, do you wish to remember anything tomorrow? Yes, actually. So not quite as strong. <laughs> oh, 
okay. Bodhi, proceed with caution. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we have a good. We he's like, there's a there's a good ale that I can. He goes, there's a good dwarven dwarven mead, dwarven stout, I should say that uh I can bring you that you know you could probably get through two or three pints, but I wouldn't recommend more than that. Perfect. He goes, as for you, uh, there. Master Gnome, I could easily. We have a lovely wine that comes out of the southern end of the Swordwind Coast just before it turns into a bit of a, a dry savanna that has a very sweet mix of grapes. A nice bottle of wine for you there. Oh, anything monastery produced? Note to, note to, self, for a... note to self, the yawning portal has a sommelier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. So anything out of the, mon- the southern monasteries? <laughs> I would have to check, actually. We do have quite a collection of alcohols we keep on hand. Any particular brand, or he goes any particular vintage you're looking for? Oh, you know, after after the day and night we've had, I'll just take whatever. I'll just take okay. the house blend. He goes. I'll get, I'll make sure it's a good a good a good rosé. How's that? <laughs> Lovely. And Adrock, he looks over at you. He goes. Uh, I apologize if I <laughs> do not what what to call you, the good sir. I've not met. I've not seen your kind before. No idea what hobgoblins drink. (laughs) Did we lose Adrock? (laughs) Oh, he's not been here for a while. (laughs) (laughs) He said said BRB. Of course, I'm sitting there staring at a map instead of staring at the players. My apologies. Adrock Adrock is just sitting there sort of zoned out. (laughs) He's had a really long day. (laughs) It's like playing WoW when you're talking to somebody and you're just watching the character just sort of sit there. Yeah. Do nothing. Anyways, he comes back with your drinks and some food and he brings you back the... uh, Basically, that like the anti-pasta platter sits in front of you guys. A charcuterie. (laughs) Charcuterie of goods. (laughs) So with that being said, you guys are sitting around enjoying the charcuterie and the anti-pasta. You've got your nice chip. you got the nice rosé. Very floral, very tasty and everything. It's got a very nice, sweet taste to it. It's got got good legs. Bowden, the uh, stout, you're like, you're like, if this isn't a dwarven brewmaster, this guy's awesome. <laughs> You're pretty sure the brewmaster that made this has got to be a dwarf. This this tastes like home. Mm-hmm. You're kind of figuring, uh, based on the actual flavor, you're thinking it's more of the, uh, might be more of the northern clans. Okay. It's got more of a uh, deeper taste to it and, and holds the head better. Mm. You guys have more of like, think of like the IPA, IPAs or the IPs. Right. For the drinks. In Adrock, they just put a, a standard meat in front of you since they were like, ah, you didn't, you were so uh, involved and lost in, in, lost lost in, in thought that this brought you a drink and some food. <laughs> Kyle's up there, sort of got the nose up on the table, looking at everything else, but doesn't doesn't table surf, but he's just sort of waiting. <laughs> About the time you guys are enjoying your drinks, uh, kind of startled for a second as you see you uh, see and hear the chair slam down and uh, see Yagra sit down and you know reverse the chair and sit down and looking at you guys. Get puts her elbows up on the back. She goes, "So, what can I do for you?" Hello, good lady. We're thank you for taking a time out for taking a few moments with us. Oh, any any time for a, a fuzzy one like you there. I'll 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 you know signal for uh whatever yeah. she wants. So yeah. Um, they don't even seem they just seem to look. You point at her, and he's like, he's he seems to know exactly what Yager Yager drinks. Yep. We uh we were uh, pursuant to our conversation previously. We received a note, which we assumed was our intended meeting with, oh, I keep losing the guy's name. 
pulls out his notes, flips through them. Oh, finds it right off the bat. Uh, Erstel, uh, we, we thought we had received a note to meet with them, went to the location, and long story short, and I'll keep my voice lower, um, the location we were directed seems to have been the place where the person was being held captive that we were looking for. Wow. In, in addition, it <laughs> seems like one of his captors may have had tattoos with a winged snake. She kind of smiles and everything else. When the when the mug gets sets down, she takes a big, she gives you a big toothy grin uh, smile. She's like, she goes, yeah, you're uh, you tipped to the warehouse. She goes, oh, she goes, we had a suspicion. Uh, we had a suspicion someone was being held there, and uh, kind of figured it'd be uh, it might be in the best interest to let you guys go collect them up and uh, deal with it for us. Much appreciated. Um, there was something that confused me a bit. Uh, now she she has. She had the winged dragon, right? Uh, yeah, she has, the wing, she has the winged snake, winged dragon, whatever you like to call it. When, when we spoke to him, he indicated that his captor had tattoos similar to you. <laughs> she goes, yeah. She goes, you're helping us. She goes, uh, sort of killed two birds with one stone with uh, you guys. I assume that there are factions that work within your organization that are out of control? She sort of leans back, laughs really hard, slaps her knee. She goes, very astute for a short one as yourself. She goes, that is true. She goes, and uh, too many names, not enough paperwork. <laughs> I think everybody should label everybody A, B, C, and D and be done with it. <laughs> so you're meeting with A. Yeah. <laughs> be like a, was that Laurel and Hardy skit of who's on first. Right. He goes, Master Starsong was uh, very happy for you guys to go and, uh, disrupt that operation down in the warehouse. They kind of figured that uh, the person they were holding might be the one you were looking for. And uh, he, you have his thanks. Uh, I, I will I will plead ignorance, unfortunately. Is is Master Starsong Star, Star the, uh, the the leader of your group? Or? He's, the, he's like, she's like, he's the rightful leader of the of Zents. I see. Is there a wrongful leader? There is. And uh, the one you were looking to talk to, Mr. Aristotle, is, is among them. Are, are, are they the ones who are pushing for such bloodshed in the streets? They are. They have openly, they have, they have, for whatever reason, decided to uh, start a war with, the, with our competitors. Yes, given, given, your, or given, given their active pursuits, uh, it always struck me and, uh, that, that these were considered bad for business that type of activity from what i hear the zan stole something some type of object i have no idea what it is but ever since that theft happened there's been pretty much pretty much an open war going on and uh, we've been trying to the zan stole it from the zens the zan stole it from the zens yes got it he goes i have no idea i've just this is just the rumor right here understand i'm just trying to keep track of <clears throat> yeah she goes it gets confusing she goes what i what i could tell you is star song is trying to make I can't say respectable, but definitely make us, give us an opportunity to become a very strong business entity within Waterdeep and give us, you know, the ability to, you know, operate on somewhat of a legitimate basis. I think he's tired of the uh, backstabbing and problems that the other leadership was given. He's a hell of a lot better leader than what, what some of those other dirtbags I've had to deal with are, especially Erstal. Nothing more than a glorified thug, in my opinion. It strikes me that aiding you 
helps in their in, in everyone's ultimate interests, especially in terms of keeping the peace in the streets. Uh, normally, um, we would keep, you know, business doings of this nature at an arm's length, but sometimes it's better to not stand by and help in the ultimate long-term interests of all the populace, which is a nice way of saying, it sounds like you guys won't be nearly as vicious as this other as this other part <laughs> of the group. Well, the problem with the other group is they, they like to do with slavers and we don't. Exactly. Uh, that's where, because that's where Star Song and his his uh his raiders draw the line. Well, I guess where I'm going with this is if there are circumstances where outside entities might be of assistance, with the understanding that we do not want to hurt innocents in any way, shape, or form, nor would we prefer to, we would also prefer to avoid breaking laws outright. But if there is a way in some fashion that we can help your pursuits to help keep the streets clean <laughs> and less bloodied, then we are available. Ah, <laughs> for a minute, for a minute, Dwarf, I thought you might have been an elf with the way you spoke. So roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you go, so are you is offering there a point uh, you're getting to? You're yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, now I understand. He goes, you seem to have the same because if you're if what you simply said is you're offering aren't your services, I'm pretty sure Master Starsong would be interested in talking with you. He right. has he has expressed interest through he has expressed to me interest in meeting with you after the success of what you did earlier this evening. Good. He's quite well aware of the uh, disruption you have laid at the feet of the Black Network. Uh, the Black Network is uh, you just disrupted some of some of their operation and. Uh, uh, Master Star Song would, is probably great, is very appreciative of it, as well as uh, what I hear. You've recovered some stolen goods as well, some stolen artwork from some noble families. Well, it, it, some was found. <laughs> chip, chip, uh, uh, glance over at Chip. He's <laughs> like, well, that'll always go in your favor. And uh, he's like, yeah, they use the warehouse all the time for smuggling in and out of things. So and we heard they were once again kidnapping nobles for ransom and everything else we not something master star song wouldn't be involved in excellent we understand that the the politics of the various uh people who live within a city can get very intertwined sometimes there are organizations that offer protection that merely do so to take the money of the people within their within their communities some actually offer protection and give that protection it was our, it's our hope that perhaps you tend more towards that ladder. So she once again takes a swig of, uh, she takes a drink, a long draft of her, uh, mug looks over at chip. Is he always talking like an elf? Only when he drinks. <laughs> Only when he drinks. He gets smarter when he drinks. <laughs> ah, one of those, one of those drinkers. This is, this is wisdom. This is wisdom manifesting right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's simple for me. I keep people out of, it's like, I keep people out of trouble and uh, get paid to protect those and pass information on as I need to. And one of the pieces of information I've been passed, asked to pass on is an invitation of Mr. Star Songs to meet him uh, on Founders Day, oh. which is tomorrow. <laughs> Great. 
so much for taking a day off. All right. He's like, well, no, no, no. no. I, I, was, I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he'd like to give you at least a personal thank you for, uh, for your help in uh, remo- uh, removing at least one thorn. Well, it would be our, uh, an honor to at least have his introduction. Sounds good. About the time you get, about the time you say that, Bowden, you hear pottery crack and you hear a couple people start shouting. Yagam looks over his shoulders. He's like, looks like I got to go. Back to work. <laughs> Puts her mug on the table and heads off to the fight. <laughs> heads off to be the cooler. Oh my gosh, what's that over there? Throw a little piece of meat to, to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> to be said, we're all doing that. It's like, yeah. periodically, you know, Chip will say, look at that. Look at look at that person coming through the door. We'll all look over there. <laughs> Chip gives, you know, like every two minutes, one of us is hit, sneaking food to Kyle. And Kyle's at the table. Yeah, I like this. This is good. <laughs> So, uh, Kyle's so well behaved. This dog never begs. Yeah, doesn't have to because it, it knows it's gonna be well fed, and you'll pay for it for the uh, intestinal distress later. <laughs> Wait, oh, no. I'm not walking oh, in. So <laughs> <You're> smelly. <laughs> oh, smelling. <laughs> Sleep with Bodie tonight. Yeah. Is that also called uh, pulling a Bowden? Um, <laughs> now, as a uh, as a team here, we we do have. Um, we do have the the mystery of uh, the skeletons at the at, the at our at our hotel or at our uh... no before we came to Waterdeep. Remember, we found all those skeletons there, and they ran back into the forest. They were uh, pillaging army the... of darkness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed, we do. Uh, here's what I would like to do. I, I'd like to, if possible, hire out someone that we can trust to at least do some uh, cleaning and maintenance on our home so we can take residence. We will have to tell them, it's like, look, you have to understand that there is a spirit here. You have to be very respectful of this house. (laughs) (laughs) Do not, do not diss the house or you will, you will regret it. (laughs) So if we could take a few moments out so that we can at least get that process going, um, It is mid. It is near midnight right now. Oh yeah, no, 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 not yeah. now. I, I'm talking about tomorrow or the yeah, next I'm year. Sure. So mm-hmm. that that we might want to just yeah. take a, a quick trip to the guy who knows everybody next door here or a couple of yeah. doors over, uh, doors over, and see if we can either use him as a conduit to arrange for some people to do some cleaning and some maintenance on the facility for us. Because I suspect he would know somebody who won't, you know, yeah. give give us the ringer, put us through the ringer. Um, and that will give us at least a little more time and uh, to focus on whatever else we might want to undertake. Yeah, it okay. sounds like meeting Starsong uh, and and at least you know taking taking stock of where we are uh, with other adventures we had uh, we had been on previously. Yep, we we might also want to check in with the uh, those those guys that were really into into plants and trees and stuff like that that we met with when we first came in or we didn't do that yet did we i don't think so. you haven't checked in you haven't checked back in with the emerald enclave the enclave the enclave that's it yeah. um check in check in with those guys uh to see if because if, if we want to you know put some time towards the the issue that we uncovered towards the south we probably want to uh, I think they were actively on that investigation and they might be able to tell us what's happening. So if nothing else, if you guys eat, drink and be merry a little bit this evening, uh, you guys eventually 
work way back up to your group room. One big bed. One big no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you there's four beds in the room and everything. Uh, different different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably a good thing you guys have a window in your room with Kyle and his belly. <laughs> Let's open that now. I'm gonna sleep in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you know you got a good sea breeze coming in, but at the same time, Kyle could uh, <laughs> Kyle could probably clear the entire tavern if he had to. Who gave him Bree? Oh God! <laughs> uh, next morning, you guys get up well after the sun gets up. It's kind of a nice sleep in. Is that a long rest? Yeah, it's a long rest. Mm-hmm. With that being said, you, you guys get up, get your long rest in. Kyle gets his quick outdoor time for his business and everything else. And you guys <laughs> get some food and breakfast before you head off back to where would you like to go? When has a dog I'd like to uh, quick outdoor time? <laughs> I'd like to make uh, an elixir. So the elixir of speed you were holding will go away, but I'd like to make an elixir uh, after my long rest. Who loses their elixir? Uh, I believe I gave it to you, Chip. And oh, yours no. is already gone from last time. Uh, yeah. Yep. After each long rest. So I guess it, it encourages us to use them. Yep. Experimental elixirs. Here it is, D6. While, while he's doing that, I'm just going to go down to the bar and leave a note for Yagram to, uh, you know, if, if she has details about the meeting that was requested, uh, to just leave them with the barkeep here. We'll be back later on in the after in the afternoon. He goes when you mentioned Yagram's name. He goes, "Oh, hold on. She uh, she left this for you." And he pulls up like a small satchel. Oh, she thought she she outthought me. <laughs> yeah, she goes hands it to you. He oh. goes, she said, "You know what?" She said, "You know what to do with this." Oh, very good. What's in it? <laughs> Poof! Wipe <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, inside of it is. 25 dragons, 25 gold pieces, and also a roll roll of parchment. Oh, direction. It, yeah, gives you an address and uh, a time uh, inviting you to lunch at oh. one of the restaurants in the Sea Warden. How many bells is it? That would be, what, six bells from now. So uh, it's been two, you got about four, you know, you got about four bells left. So you're figuring about four hours. Okay. It's about eight o'clock when you guys decide to actually mosey on up. <laughs> Kyle's finally, Kyle finally nudging you guys like, hey, I gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> now, now, now. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> I just look at it, it's like, there's actually something left. <laughs> I the, the spell that I created uh, according to Roll20 was, or the uh, elixir I created according to Roll20 was a transformation elixir. Okay. So it was the alter self uh, elixir, except instead of a duration of an hour, it's a duration of 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, and I will for the moment, hold on to that until we decide what we're going to do. So you come down from upstairs, reeking of weird chemicals and such, and I look at you like, good morning? <laughs> oh, you notice he hasn't burned his eyebrows off or anything like that, so it's like not too bad. All right. You're like, I haven't blown anything up yet. <laughs> yet. It's still early. <laughs> it's still early. So these guys come down. I say, all right. Uh, so Yagram gave us a... Uh, a, a a meeting, I show them the note, and it's yeah. like, and here's some coins. There's 25 and there's three of us, so it's gonna be fun. But <laughs> yeah. I vote I vote for giving I vote for giving Ad- Adrock the extra just for the, the overwatch from yesterday. So it's an eight for everybody and nine for Adrock. What kind of coins are those? Gold gold coins. Ooh. Dragons. 
Of course, Chip has not pointed out that Chip has that uh, silver bar. <laughs> oh yeah, did I get to keep that, or did the guards make me put it back? They didn't know you had I, it because <laughs> I opened my big mouth. They they did not realize you took a bar, so you got to keep that bar. That bar is worth. Let me get my notes so I can tell you how much it's worth. One million dollar. One million copper. <laughs> nice job, Chip. Inadvertently <laughs> stealing. Go you. <laughs> It's a 10 pound silver bar and they are worth 150 gold. That one, that nice. One. Nice. <laughs> Whoops, I forgot I had it. It, it was accidentally procured. Just oh, walked no out with it. I'm sure there's a guard outside you can take it to. Don't worry. Come on, let's go. We'll go. <laughs> you see, Andre, Andre just breaks out in a cold sweat. <laughs> like, what? No. Odin, sorry, I forgot to give you the name of the uh, restaurant. It was the uh, the underwater fusion up in the Sea Ward? Ooh, sounds fancy. The underwater yeah. fusion. Where you guys? You guys are off to where now? Uh, real quick stop next door or a couple doors down here, just to see about making some arrangements for some maintenance work and some cleaning uh, services. Okay, you guys. I just had the paper with the guy's name on it. Where I said everything. Anyways, you guys go next door. Callus. Thank you. He goes, hey, good to see you all again. You too, sir. What could I do for you today? We have come into possession of a, a hotel. No, it's more of a, okay, a guest house? No, no, it's, okay. It's in a need of a bit of a repair. And uh, we are looking for uh, services that we could use that will not rake us over the coals to get the facility cleaned up and some uh, general maintenance work done on it. It goes, okay, five gold for me, and I will get you the right contacts to, I'll have you the right contacts by, is this Founder's Day? Oof, oh boy. Yeah, five gold. I could, I can still probably get you the names of uh, some people by the end of the day that you can talk to. Much appreciated. Uh, where would you like him to meet you at? Actually, if you, uh, if you just want, okay, well, actually... Uh at the house? At the house. That probably makes sense. Uh, Troll School Manor in the North Ward. Okay. Off, off of Troll School Alley. You see him writing, taking a couple notes, writing it down. I would like, imagine okay. probably six bells after. I don't know what the term is for after midday. Is that the, it's a 12 bell cycle. Okay. So that would be nine bells. Okay. Sounds good. He goes, so about mid-afternoon. Got it. Okay. That's not early evening. It's the same thing. It's a 12, is it a double 12 bell cycle? Or yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, uh, you know, the 12, the, it goes basically six to six. Okay. Starting at midnight, at, uh, at what is, how many bells is it at midday? Midday is six bells. Okay. And th does it start over or does it continue on to 12? Yeah. Okay. So instead of going six to six, it'd probably be better off go to twelve to twelve. So let's just let's just call twelve bells. We'll just call it midnight to you know noon noon to midnight. So it starts over at at high noon and starts over at midnight. Okay. So at at noon it would be twelve bells, okay. and then six. And if you want to say you can use bells, which is mainly a nautical term for them, or you can actually just say early afternoon, because ah. there's no real. I mean, unless you're a noble, they don't really carry watches. So if you say near near dinner time, near lunchtime, things like that, you know, tea time, you can use any type of reference to say what time of day you want to gotcha. in general terms. I didn't know if the city had like a common timekeeping that was shared 
for everybody or not. The nobility seem to use that, but when it comes down to the more of the common folk, they're not as precise. So they don't work on the precise minute and second. And even the timepieces vary of how accurate they actually are. Got it. So uh, some, sometime soon after dinner, I think, then would be or, or the late meal. Because that's easy enough to do. Yeah. The intent is really just to coordinate at that point, not to actually have them start work. So. Oh, well, by all means, uh, make, I'll make sure you have the uh, right point of contact to join you at Troll Skull Manor, you said, in Troll Skull Alley. That's correct. All right. Not a problem. Very good. Thank you. He goes, thank you for your patronage. Well, I, I say, oh, as, by the way, uh, the facility is haunted, so you might want to make sure that that's mentioned in terms of your discussion with them. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I've encountered a lot in Waterdeep. That's not one thing I've encountered, though. It, so, it, is, it, it is not malignly it is not malignly haunted, but the spirit does take a negative response to people disrespecting the facility. So that that that, that might be something you want to convey to any particular uh, potential service provider. <laughs> he goes, in honesty, that is an interesting enough story that I need to buy you a drink so I can hear more about it, but. <laughs> I do have a few things to wrap up before I go enjoy Founders Day. And as you guys start getting out and you notice there's banners and pennants and, you know, you got kids running around the street and people running around the street having fun. I paid um, him. That way. Huh? I paid him. Okay. They got face paint on. They've got other stuff going on. What do they call them? They're not newspapers, boys, but the, uh, basically there, you got people out there talking about you, you, the criers, town criers. Thank you. Are talking about open Lord of Waterdeep, never winter out. Lady Silvermoon is the new open Lord of Waterdeep. Wait, what? That's interesting. Where can I find more information about that? Because uh, the open Lord, the original open Lord was uh, never winter. Uh, yeah, Renner's, uh, Rainier's father. Yeah, so. Silverhand. Excuse me, L'Oreal Silverhand is what you hear is being announced, and uh, they you hear Lord Win the Lord Neverwinter has been been replaced. Uh, do you want to go up to one of the town criers and ask the question, or you want to, or do you want to go figure it out? What do you want to do? I assume the town criers are. are... They vary in age of you know they could be most of them are young, right? Every now and then you see an older gentleman on more of the prominent corners. It's it, you'd guess that it's more of a network that the uh, older ones stay in one location and the and the younger ones get the information. Then they they're the ones that run up and down the other streets and making the announcements. Yeah. I'll find the more the older, more sophisticated one and just ask him. Yeah. Uh, do you have more information on this, or are you limited to what you've been passed through your uh, group? He goes, ah. Oh. He, he clears his throat. He goes, oh. Uh. He goes, oh. It's he goes. And here's a, a, and here's a silver for your time. He goes, thank. You. He goes, thank you, Master Dwarf. Uh, he goes, no, uh, Lady, Sil Lady Lord Silverhand is uh, taken over as was expected on Founder's Day. Uh, Lord Neverwinter was uh, had been a, I guess, for lack of a better term, asked to vote it out of his position. So, what happens to the the ex Open Lord? Oh uh, well, uh, what I hear is he's still the Lord of uh, Neverwinter, and he'll probably return to the town to the north to the city up north, but he will no longer have a standing here in uh, Waterdeep. Interesting. Do all of the? Oh, do you know? If, well, okay. Given that there's only one o Open Lord. Is it common that lords who are not native to the set, the town become lords? If that makes any sense. 
He goes, yeah, it's uh, Waterdeep has a an alliance with several of the towns around uh, the Swordwind Coast, and they picked the best solution for Waterdeep for at least a year. And on Founder's Day, it's generally decided when the new lord is uh, if the if the current lord stays or the new or a new lord comes in. It would seem yeah. that uh, Lord Neverwinter was not was not asked to continue. It was my impression that he was well liked in town, but perhaps not. There are rumors of his uh, less than honorable activities. Oh, good heavens. Oh, that's right. Rhaenyra didn't particularly care for his father, did he? (laughs) Well, very good. Thank you so much for your time. Anytime. And he he continues on. You know, some other news goes on of uh, you hear him talk about the, you know, the airships make an announcement about the airships are still here. Come see, you know, come see the flying, come see the flying sailing ships, things like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's still there, too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you guys continue on. Where were you guys going again? My bad. Uh, let's see. We attended uh, to the house. Yeah. Gonna um, go meet uh, Star Shatters, Star, Star Song. Star oh, Song. Do we have enough time to go by the uh, uh, crud? Uh, <laughs> Bowden pulls out his notes, starts slipping through them again. <laughs> it's like trying to navigate DC. Right. Uh, let's see. The invert? No, no. The uh, begins with an E. <laughs> it's a dwarven E. It's got four things on it instead of three. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. The Waterdeep football team? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, maybe. No, no, no. That's not it. Um, the guys. Who, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the Enclave. That's it. That. Oh, the Emerald Enclave. There we go. Yeah, you guys got time. Definitely got time to go over into the trade ward where the park is located that the Emerald Enclave hangs out at. Uh, it doesn't take you long to get there. But once again, you guys get there and you find the... It's... Convey it in cost. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you guys want to walk there, it takes you a little bit longer. If you want to do the conveyance, it'll cost you uh, 10 silver. Deal. Okay. You guys make it out there, and he's like, the driver's like, well, be ready to expect the unexpected with this crew. They, uh, there's something else uh, in this park. Well, I pass it, I, I give him another silver to hold for, to wait for us, because we may need uh, a ride after we're done here, if, ha- he, if, if he wants to wait. He goes, happy to do it, Master Dwarf. I'd rather, rather have a fare than wait for a fare. Amen. All right. You guys get out. Uh, like I said, it's, you know, Chip, this sort of reminds you of the monastery, the way people are, you know, Hanging around the park, they're going through various ritualistic motions, or they're holding some type of small groups that are actually having sessions, or they're discussing stuff, plants. Others are maintaining the garden quite the garden in the park quite, quite well. You you look at it, and it's like there's a lot of effort that goes into keeping this very green, very lush across the board, and very manicured. But other than that, as uh, you guys approach, at least one of them that you encountered before breaks off from the group and comes walking up. He goes. Ah, good morning. And how can we help? How can I help you find travelers this morning? Hello again. Um, Ardrock, do you want to uh, speak to what we're with? Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to understand uh, more of what this is. And I pull out the, the green stone. You see the gentleman that you, uh, that approached you and everything, you know, he's basically been scratching Kyle behind the ears and giving him love <laughs> and all that. And uh, he sort of looks up. He's like, he's like, I've not seen a stone like that ever and he goes do you mind and he re- holds out his hand yeah i, I will uh I'll, I'll put it in his hand okay be careful it glows it's weird because it's not it glows in his form 
and you see him close his eyes and mumble for a month and all uh and you see his open his eyes and he, he throws the stone to the ground he's like that is evil that is just absolutely evil where did you find that we happened upon it uh when we were when we were returning eric uh to his apartment he goes please remove that from my ground he goes please remove that from my gr- from our, from my land it, you know it's laying on the ground he goes i wouldn't want its taint to actually spread Ugh. he's like I whatever cloth, i'll pick it up yeah wrap it up put it back <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Dear God, man, what is it? He's like, I have no... He's like, there is something malevolent within it. He's like, I have no idea, but I do not. He's like, I suggest having it... He goes, I suggest destroying it. But it is your property, and I cannot force you to do that. I don't know. Well, it, once we figured out what it is and what its intent is, we will definitely, you know, try to remove it from this plane of existence. Last thing we want to do is have something that horrible around. He goes. It's just not of us of this natural world. As best I can, best I can garner. Mm. Well, speaking of abhorrent things, um, one reason we had dropped dropped by earlier is because we had let, brought a message from uh, Lady Hollygrove. Yes. Uh, apparently, reg- uh, regarding some problems to the south. He goes. That's why you are you're so familiar. A couple of days ago, you came through. That's correct. You were the ones speaking of. Uh, Animated scarecrows and skeletons. Right. He looks around and everything else. And he, look, he looks back over his shoulder, looks at, you know, as if the group. And he goes, ah, there, there she is. And you hear him shout, Kina, do you have a moment? And you see her sort of look up and she nods and she looks back to the group she's with and she gets up and trots over. She's got a small headdress, almost what you'd think of a what a young buck would have for horns. She's got a cloak that makes it look like when she walks she's carrying like the leaves of the fall collar but it sort of shimmers in different fall collar leaves she carries not really a full staff but more like a joe almost like a walking stick that you probably could use as a walking stick or a, a thumping stick whatever you choose right which she goes yes how could she's like you you called sir he's like yeah remember uh she goes he goes you returned from the south the uh, last night Looking for the scarecrows, correct? She's like, yeah, we've we found we found evidence of the scarecrows and some unnatural magic and disposed of the ones we came across, but did not find much else. He goes, found evidence of the not the scarecrows, but the skeletons, the undead moving into the forest. So we suspect something dark is out there. Once again, that we will have to gather a group loyal enough to go in there and figure out what it is. Yeah, strong and not loyal enough, strong enough, excuse me. She's, she says the Tangle Briar is, as you know, has its own dark manifest within it. When were you planning to do this? Because we have seen what kind of evil this brings upon the world. And if there's some way we could help, I think we might be available. Uh, we plan to do it soon. We are discussing uh, which two would be the right elements to create a, uh, a party to go in there. We have other we have other members that are looking to cleanse the waters of the poison wells that you uh, pointed us to as well. Oh, good. We expect, given Founder's Day and Midsummer's Eve is uh, very important to us, it will probably not be at least until after Shield Meet before we can mobilize a group to go out there. But would, it will at least start at Lady Hargrove, Hargrove's farm and go from there. Very good. Would it be appropriate for us to check back in you with you at that time? 
if you are offering your services to come join us into the Tanglebriar, please do. Or we will definitely not turn down the service of a, uh, a healer. That happens to have an axe as well. <laughs> oh. Good for skeletons, not for trees. <laughs> I can see that you've got a special affinity for trees. So. Like, yeah, I would just even the tree spirits know that the wood is a uh, there's a cycle of life for even the even the even the trees that need to be that the axe has its use. This is true, I guess. Well, thank you for your uh, for your time, and we will we will check back in in a few days. She says, but for now, whatever is done that seems to at least be contained. You know, there's other. She as a, as a, as we said, we will have to find a way to go in there and figure out what is going on. But for now, we at least know to. We can fix the, we can hopefully reverse the damage that the poison's done. It seems like whatever undead has been risen has been pulled into the tangle bar. Very good. Hopefully it will continue to hold, at least until we have an opportunity to get in there and flesh it out. That will be best for everybody, for not only nature, but for the for this city as well. An undead army that close to the city could, could cause a quite a bit of panic among the populace. No doubt. And there, was hate- no, there was no indication that it might be mobilizing to head this way during the festival it was there i could not tell you that our scouts could not tell either way it seems that farms further north the what you reported also suffered grave robbers or they dug up more bones as well as a old our best guess was probably uh one of the older cemeteries outside of Waterdeep was had about half removed and well nobody cared there are no caretakers out there and it's quite overgrown so i think most have forgotten about it it would seem that We've at least put some type of interference in their plans to gather whatever skeletal skeleton and undead creatures they were after, uh, because they were definitely moving north up the up the farmlands outside of Waterdeep. Well, let's hope that we'll hold until until we have a chance to get in there and get rid of them. I suspect they will if they have not already come out. And besides, the walls of Waterdeep, besides the stone wall, there's the cliff, and then the south gate is quite well protected. So. Ah, that should be more than, more than enough to hold off a bunch of skeletons. Yeah, but my fear is not not this town itself, but the, the havoc it could wreak on the farms and the food supplies that supply this town. This is true. We will send out scouts to pay attention over the next couple of days to see what we can find. And hopefully some of our scouts can go into the forest and find find us a location or find out where they've gone to. Very good. I'll write down uh, our, our troll skill, our... our uh, uh, our address for them and say if, if you need us or if there is uh if something happens in the meantime we can be located here or at the uh yawning portal sounds good ask for Bowden or Ardrock or chip will do you have a wonderful you all have a wonderful day and uh take care of your four-legged companion please of course always <laughs> <laughs> he likes you all so it's a uh, he enjoys the company you guys have created for him. Any other questions or discussions you want to have with the the nature lovers? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, you figure about the time you spent there and the time it's going to take you to get up to the sea ward for the uh, you have probably just you know with time to spare you guys can make it to the uh, restaurant. Okay, sounds perfect. All right, you guys spend another fifteen silver. Uh, moving across pretty much almost all the water deep as you head into the sea ward, which much like the north ward, it has a uh, seems like where a lot of the nobles like to live and make their villas. The sea ward has 
just as much so. It's more of the it's more of the uptown section. On the way, you pass what's you guys pass two of what's known as the giant walking statues of Waterdeep. When I mean statues, I mean think of the Washington Monument size statues inside the town. Are they walking at the moment? No, they're all frozen and sits there. But you realize that you've heard the discussions, but people are. It seems like around each of the statues there are the various parties that are going on to make the overall day enjoyable but that seems where people would like to gather is around those statues i point out that that's probably not the safest place to have a party if these are known as walking statues yeah <laughs> oh and as you say that to the uh as you say that the uh you pass what's uh one's known as at uh, any point and you hear your driver point out like the you guys pass the the hawk man you pass out the great drunkard the god catcher are three of them that you guys pass on your route out of the trade ward into the sea ward to uh, get there. But are they giant the, stone statues? Giant stone statues. And the, he goes, oh, they're, he goes, they, they do not walk unless the town, unless Waterdeep is threatened by some type of evil forces. Then they are called upon to protect the town. And they destroy it in the process. But <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but in, in my lifespan, I have not, I have not ever seen them. So for me, it's more of a, more of a rumor than it is anything more. Ah. It's more of a myth, but it's one of those things that they tower above the the structures. Yeah, they're these are huge. But, okay, <laughs> good to know they're there. Yeah, wouldn't want to be underneath them if they decide to move. Though, still, <laughs> I like the stonework. The stonework yeah. I like a lot. Looks like dwarven. <laughs> You're pretty sure that's about between magic and dwarven skill. That's how they they came into existence. Ah, I knew it. So you have no doubt about that. Just looking at me like that's there's that's totally dwarven work right yeah. here. <laughs> you guys make it to the underwater fusion. It's it's pretty much overlooking the it sits up on the edge of the cliff overlooking the actual ocean, the trackless sea. Hmm. Or the sword sea, excuse me. Trackless sea is further out. Seems to be above water. Yep. <laughs> but uh as you guys go walking in, uh you get the typical Mater D sort of standing there and is like raises an eyebrow at as the three of you walk in. Sort of looks at the three of you is like, How may I help you? Uh we're supposed to be having lunch with Master Starsong. You see the demeanor of him immediately change and go, ah, please right this way. Oh, great. Hope you know him. <laughs> yeah. Uh he leads you into a leads you through a restaurant that when you when you look around it, it's got that the the lighting is all like a light blue it almost gives you the impression like you're swimming under the water with the, the way the lighting is blue and you look around at the murals on the walls and you can see various sea life moving through it with turtles there's some aquarium tanks um moving around you can the murals actually change and shift to where it doesn't just go from the walls but up over the ceiling back down so it gives you the impression that you're actually fully underwater enjoying the sights and sounds of what it, or the experience of what it's like to swim beneath the ocean. I don't like this at all. <laughs> oh. Nope, not a bit. It's a little oh, cool. Give it but, a try, uh, Bodie. Yeah. I can keep myself from dying, but swimming is not one of my top <laughs> capabilities. You won't sink like a stone here. <laughs> I feel like I already have. This is not great. Yeah. And there's a dis- and it, it's interesting because you you know it's uh, the candles and the the incense that are, is burning in here, but it gives you off like the sea 
the salt sea smell that comes in there. So it get it it's designed to completely immerse you under the water. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you look around some of the some of the t- the pa- the tables aren't scrunched together like you find. There's good spacing between the restaurants, so you can move pretty easily. Guessing that this is one of the nobility areas that come through all the time. There's more of the higher class restaurants, but they lead you through into a private room. I lean um, over to Chip. Don't scratch. This seems like a fancy place. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Put your axe away, Bodie. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't going to scratch either. So yeah. but, uh, <laughs> they lead you in, and uh, at the far side of the table, as you lead in, there's a besides the gentleman serving, setting up the table and serving a uh, meal. There's a probably I wouldn't say young. I'd say uh, considerably young for a boat, and you're like, yeah, he's a young human uh, <laughs> compared to me. <laughs> yeah, you're you're thinking maybe maybe thirties. You're finally seeing where he's actually the hair for his beard's finally getting the darkness and everything else that, and it's actually grown in for a full length, not full length, but actually filling out gives you the impression that he's been, it's been some time, but he's got his hair pulled back where you figure it's uh, in a ponytail that go below his shoulders, but dressed what you'd expect for a merchant to wear. But as uh, he sees the three of you walk in, he stands up, he goes, ah, I'm glad you accepted my invitation. It was our pleasure. He goes, allow me to introduce myself. I am Davil Starsong. Oh, Bode Norbrook. Good to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. He puts his hand out, shakes each one. And he goes, hey, is he elf or just pure human? He's pure human. Uh, excuse me. No, he's half elf. Oh. Uh, but the human side seems to be more dominant. Gotcha. Okay. Um, we, it's only the pointiness of the ears a little bit that sort of gives it away. <laughs> that the eyes are a little bit, you know, have the color that you wouldn't find in the with the humans. Got it. And you... You can tell that the you're not sure if it's just the time spent among the humans or what it is that actually has changed that elven lint that they have sometimes. Yeah, but certain words, you know, you'll get the long O you know, instead of quarter, instead of instead of quarter, you get quarter, things like that. <laughs> so there's tells tells to the elven heritage, but you know, it's one of those things you take a look at. It's like, oh, he's interesting. Very good. Well, we much appreciate you having you having us along because please sit let's uh please allow me to uh treat you to a a nice afternoon meal on founder's day as a thank you for uh for what you've done oh, thank you what is it what is it that we've done well for one you've uh allowed the guard you've rescued rescued somebody who was kidnapped and brought him home safe and sound and the guards get to you know the city guards get to have credit two you've also taken several individuals off the streets that will no longer cause a, a blood war between uh, my people and the Zans. And three, you've actually caused one of the warehouses that makes my competitor a fair sum of money to no longer be useful to him. Is that plain enough there for you, Master Hobgoblin? Or Master Adrock? Of course. Now, tell us more about your enterprise. Because my enterprise, because there's nothing more than finding a way to fill a need in the city that can't be filled through the normal means. With all the guilds and all the laws from time to time, there are shortages of various items that we can actually well, that we can actually uh, ensure that come to the markets. 
we can help out there. We can also prevent some of the problems of some of the thefts and everything that go on and ensure that the sailors that come into port do not harass unduly the citizens of Waterdeep for a small fee. Seems more than reasonable. He goes, yeah, it is. He goes, I have done my adventuring days and it's time for me to find a new enterprise. Well, I believe we're most interested because it sounds like you are focusing on trying to reduce the level of bloodshed in town. That sounds like there are some conflicts that have bled over into the streets. Because the level of bloodshed that the faction within the Zents has created is unacceptable. He goes, that group has broken away and has done nothing but cause absolute issues for everybody across the board. My side calls them the Black Network. You know, when they were down working in Skullport and dealing with only slavers, dealing with the slave trade down there and, you know, some of the more illicit trade of drugs and poisons and things like that you'd find, it was fine. But they have brought it up into this, they've brought it up in the main city and uh, I've completely taken umbrage to what they've done. And no amount of pleading with uh, Monshoon has seemed to change their minds. Who's Monshoon? He is the leader of the uh, Black Network former leader of the entire Zents. Well, at least I call him the former leader. I think he would disagree with me entirely. <laughs> Are you in a position to be the, the formal leader of the Zents at the moment? Or is there still some I, uh, they, consternation? The Zents will change and morph into something better than what they have been. And that is my desire. We're going to bring them into a group that's actually gives more than it takes from the city. That sounds like a wonderful thing. It can be. Everybody has to make a uh, living of their own, and uh, unfortunately, I began mine by helping the for, uh, helping Monshun build his empire. Only to see it corrupted by the the Black Network. Well, that's what we call it now. It's um, it, I think it was more corrupted of what he was dealing with, and what we helped supply him. Unfortunately, mm. he goes, "If you're up for a story, I'll happily tell you one." Sure. He goes, okay. About the time food shows up, and there's a, it's more of a, think of it more of like Southern Italian uh, with heavy fish, pasta, items like that that show up. And it's, you know, a, one of those things that they just sort of set stuff out for you guys to family style the meal. I look at, I look at the pasta very confused. <laughs> Are these, I whisper over to Chip, Are these intestines? No, no, try you'll you'll love it, Bodhi. Try it. All right. I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. It's like, no, try the red sauce, not the white sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got mussels, they got clams, they've got a, a variety of seafood. There's more than enough to keep you guys fat, dumb, and happy for a while. But he goes, so he goes a little bit about the history of the black network. He goes, actually the Zents. He goes, Monsoon used to simply dabble in hiring people to find various magical items throughout throughout the world and bring him back. He's like, me and uh, my companions from time to time would actually, we were best served by uh, raiding some of the more challenging locations he'd come up with for an item. Unfortunately, most of them seem to have been some type of um, lich layer uh, for items he wanted from that they collected. And for a spell... Uh, how do we spell what? Man- uh, Manchun. M-A-N-S-H-O-O-N. Thank you. 
You're welcome. First, he was just a collector of oddities and antiquities and magical items. He had his own proclivity to dabble with stuff. But unfortunately, over the years, he's gotten more eccentric. And uh, it would seem that he decided to move from dabbling in those and very profitable and, you know, very profitable amount of items we collected from the various ruins throughout different parts of the world. And even the magic items that, you know, nobility as well as the city city guards paid quite well for and using this you know using monsoon and his network as the brokers of the items he did quite well until about a year ago he had us attempt a raid down on the uh down in the cholt jungle uh, <laughs> that cold sweat mode gets cold yeah sweat. he goes that was just a bloodbath for those that tried it he goes whatever's down there is going to stay down there for quite a quite some time but what was supposed to be there? Claimed uh, some item that would uh, basically allow allow immortality is, I guess, the best way to describe it. Oh. But <laughs> I will say this from, from first-hand knowledge. If there truly is an item of immortality located down in Schultz, whoever hid it there meant it never to be recovered because it's nothing but the resting place is nothing but death. You seem to be a man extremely familiar with artifacts and strange objects. <laughs> because my because my crew and I would actually used to adventure around and go hunt for those. We were, back, lack of a better term, relic hunters. Are you familiar with an object? It's shaped like somewhat dome-like with a flat bottom. It has it's it produces a green aura when touched, and it's somewhat warm. It has three eyes sort like of like agate tiger eyes yeah those green not that we have one we're just curious <laughs> <Not that> you... <laughs> roll a deception check to... deception yep. <laughs> <laughs> not that we've seen one not that we've got one on our person at the moment but <laughs> well five plus two yeah <laughs> it is hard for you to lie there chip <laughs> not that we have <laughs> Because I've seen a lot of strange things, and it wouldn't surprise me if there is some type of magical entity, entity or creature or item or you name it, shaped in the form that you create that you describe. But if I encounter something like that, no. Oh, well, worth worth a check. <laughs> like, he's like, I will ask my com- I will ask some of my companions if they have, because they have. We've all had our fair share of run-ins with different things. We much appreciate that. Yeah. Um, uh, as we mentioned to to uh, to Yogram, uh, it sounds as though what you are doing is ultimately in the best interests of the town and the innocent people there. And if there are ways that we can assist without engaging in in acts that may be ultimately harmful to people, and we prefer not to in, uh, make the uh, the guards uncomfortable wherever possible as well um we think if you need some form of support that we could provide we we would be willing to help so be it so are you interested in helping me remove monsoon it it does sound like that would be in the best interest of everyone in Waterdeep. i have my suspicions that he is a patron with an outer worldly presence that he governs his power beyond beyond this plane Oh, even more motivation. 
So if we can find proof or evidence of him, you know, for the more mundane that's around here that doesn't understand, doesn't understand the world we live, just call him a demon or a devil worshiper. If we can find that type of proof, I'm pretty sure we can get the guards to come down pretty heavily on what's left of his network. I'd like to uh, check whether he's lying right now. Insight check. Five. I bodened it. <laughs> Do you have no reason to believe he's not telling the truth? So I'm going to take it on face value. <laughs> you know. At the same time, though, you, you've got two people competing for the same prize of an organization. Right. You've got a mob war going on. But you're actually kind of surprised how the how the uh, pasta turns out with the fettuccine noodles. Yeah, there's there's no there's no meat here, but oh no, they've got plenty of fish style meat with clams and oysters and it's all right. That's the tentac- yeah, the tentacles you sort of look at with the the squid. You're like yeah, that's okay. right now. That's just <laughs> yeah. You're like nope. You gonna I'm eat good. that? I'll eat it. <laughs> but these intestines, they're pretty good. They don't taste like other intestines I've had. Yeah, you as well. I will happily keep you informed uh, where I can, but you know, fair trade is find me a way to deliver monsoon out of power and I'll happily make it worth your while. Any direction you think might be appropriate for us to start in that pursuit? Probably with his lieutenants. Work our way up. That would be my best guess. Because you see what openly moving against his group has caused. And I am working to pull the ones loyal to me back so we don't so at least there's less people in the fight of the bloodshed between the Zans and the and the Black Network. Mm-hmm. Is uh is Airstall a part of his network? He, yes. Like high high level lieutenant style? I would say probably one of the highest highest ones. That's what I suspected. Be careful about crossing him. He is well connected and there's very few things he does not know that goes on in this town. How, by your estimation, how entwined is the House Grayland with his activities? I would say without a doubt they are, they are in bed together. Very good. So it's not only just a cover for him, it, it gives him, they are also potentially patrons. So. Yes. And there has been rumors of them, at least one of their family members have made a pact with the devil. Good Lord. They wouldn't happen to have the 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 the, the, the wouldn't happen to have a relationship with the what are they called the Castellars? Oh, they travel the same noble circles, of course. But nothing nothing on the top of my head strikes out as their. I'd say they're probably friendly rivals to a point with the business entities. I know they both have business dealing with uh, shipping, and they own. They at least own a ship, each own a shipping company that moves cargo in and out of Waterdeep down to up to Neverwinter, down to Baldar's Gate, things like that. And just struck, some... It just struck me that they both had a, a, a vested interest in uh, uh, Mr. Eric disappearing. You mean the uh, proprietor of the Stitch in Time? Correct. Well, the way I've heard it is uh, Mr. Melendez had a dandelance or is having a dandelance with. Uh, the Castellan's oldest daughter. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would make any noble family want wish him ill. <laughs> so, so it was a it, it, merely a, a, a 
a combination of circumstance more than anything else. I've not heard anything different, but the stitch in time is a very up and coming fashion, fashion creator, as well as clothes. Rumor has it that, uh, he has himself a patron in the form of a noble. Well, to be honest, it is well known that he, he circum, he, 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 uh, he does. He has been seen with Rainier any number of times. So yeah, Rainier, Rainier, the son, the son of the former Lord, uh, Open Lord. What is your take on that? The change in the Open Lord. I think it was time. I think Lord Neverwinter had uh, outstayed his welcome and uh, was not being useful anymore. Hmm. We're, we're we're not from around here, so does this happen often? It sounds like a. It strikes us as being a fairly major change of of, circ- of, of, of politics. Because the open lords can change every year if they they so choose. If you're not familiar with the politics of Waterdeep, the open lord is only the is the figurehead that is presented to the city. There are what they call hidden lords that basically make up a council to make the decisions for not only Waterdeep but the sword the sword coast itself mm. and. But at least here in uh, Waterdeep, Lady Silverhand it will be the new open lord that will seem to be very favorable for the people. She is well-liked, um, well-spoken, and I, I know the commoners think highly of her. She seems to be quite uh, generous and seeks to alleviate as much suffering as possible from them. Well, that's always good to have in a dedicated politician. It might serve to uh, hurt, my bu- hurt my business and interests in ways I have not figured out yet. Well, it, it sounds like you're trying to pursue your business in, a, in the way that is best for everyone wherever possible. And perhaps if that common interest can be established, um, all the better for everyone in Waterdeep. Yeah, true. So how is the food? And I, like the, I like the intestines. I'm not particularly fond of these things over here that Chip ate. Good Lord. <laughs> Chip has like a pile of plates. <laughs> in front of them. Adrock can't take us anywhere. <laughs> uh, for, a, for a small guy, mm. Chip can pack it away. Mm. Let's out insane belch that rattles the table. Ipche, Ixne on the Erp Bay. In some cultures, it's polite, Bodie. Nay, if they, Unway. Devil's like, well, better out than in. Um, are there any other conversations you'd like to have with them or you guys can enjoy your meal then head on out i think that was about it i'll I'll leave him with our contact information as well in case you get in contact with us sounds good now everybody in the town knows where to find (laughs) that's right (laughs) we're going to be a good thing or a bad thing we're water deep's best kept secret Secret. Yeah, secret. Big quotes. <laughs> Davil looks at you and goes, uh, Town Guard don't really take kindly to uh, a lot of people wearing armor and carrying weapons and everything else. So it's one of the th- one of the things they frown upon. They seem okay with it as long as we don't use them. <laughs> that is true. But they will keep an eye on you quite a bit as you walk around looking as, as if you're prepared to go into the wilderness. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, oh, oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> I look around, see nobody else has got armor on. Yeah. Well, even a, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I might be able to help remedy 
that problem for you. But uh, give me a day or so, and I might be able to send something all your way that will be useful to you. Oh, well, much appreciated. Yep. Well, this was a wonderful lunch. Enjoy. I do have other things to attend to today. Oh. But I will ask around. Excuse me. I will ask around. Oof. As I said, better out than in. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments to the chef. Thank you. He's like, yes. Uh, the chef is... The chefs here are well well versed in their skill. Uh, the butcher did an excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what creature held these intestines, but <laughs> perhaps a small bird. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, you might prefer the uh, you know shoves you over the caviar type stuff <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the fried fish guts. <laughs> oh no, the, these pasta intestines are great. Gotcha. I like them. <laughs> what is a pasta anyway? <laughs> He's like, that is true. It's not your type of diet, but life goes on. Ah, well, it's delicious either way. Yeah. He goes, he goes, well, you all have a good day. Uh, I do need to be going and I've got other meetings to attend because you're welcome to stay as long as you need. And uh, I will see you. I will see you around, hopefully. As you do. Good day, sir. Making all si- types of friends. Yep. From all sides of the aisle. <laughs> bring people together. <laughs> this is not going to bite us in the ass at all. Oh, Adrock, you're so... <laughs> so cynical. So cynical. These are all good people. Everybody just wants to be good. <laughs> just, just rolling. <laughs> or everybody just needs a patsy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See those guys? They did it. <laughs> <laughs> When everything goes as as just wrong as wrong can be, who's gonna be who's gonna be right there in the center of it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 oh. <laughs> so where would you guys like to go after the underwater fusion? Let's see. Uh, we should probably stop by the uh, troll manor. All right. Troll school manor. All right. It's about that time. No, it's not. It's still early afternoon. How close are we to the stitch in time? We should probably check in on Eric. You guys are on opposite sides of the city. <laughs> that would pro- probably not be the best place to go then. How far away from Trollskull then? Halfway. It's in the middle. <laughs> uh, it's actually less than half. It's about a, about, a th- about a third of the way. Oh, okay. You guys have to go from the sea ward northwards, right, basically right next to you. and you, okay. uh, It's almost down by the trade ward, so... We could take a leisurely walk from here back towards house just to see if there's anything that stands out along the way. And uh, check periodically to see if we're being followed. Okay, give me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. As you're walking along, it's a lot easier to notice people that are following you than when you're riding along in a conveyance. About the time you get out of the sea ward, you notice that it's not somebody's just following you. You notice, I guess you call them street kids are constantly popping up and that's when you realize it's like the same group of kids that keep popping up within your line of sight from time to time hmm. but you guys make it to the troll skull alley and come up in the side and see your the manner that you've won for saving volo yep home sweet home hmm. let's see so we've got a couple of hours until <clears throat> i think they show up we should probably check the house just we in had lunch it was midday right yeah, you guys had about a two-hour lunch. So we have had less than, and how long did it take us there? So we might only have like 20, 25 minutes. 
Yeah, you got you guys got about a little over an hour before the before somebody might show up. Okay. Right. You guys walk in. You notice that the not much has changed. Um, actually, everybody, give me a perception check as you guys move in. Okay. Eleven. Fifteen. Fifteen. And Nadrock, you said two. It's like an eight. <laughs> you got a negative five. I have a passive, so I'm gonna use my passive since it's lower than what I rolled. Okay. And just uh, now my character sheet went, went away. You just having all sorts of problems. Anyways, uh, passive did... is per is ten. My passive investigation though is fifteen. Investigation. Anybody yeah. who got above a 10. You guys notice that it looks like somebody had come in here, moved some chairs back around, and had like a like a gathering in the main room, about four or five. The table, you know, you guys had moved tables back, cleaned it up, got it things set aside. And as you guys step in, you guys notice the tables sort of back, and you see on the wall, uh, excuse me, not on the wall, but you see the the mirror. It seems to always be like a little like dusty, mm-hmm. even though you've cleaned it, it seems like it always gets back to that dusty blur right? type stuff. And as you watch, you see the word liar appear on it. At the exact same time, you hear the twang of a, of a crossbow bolt slam into one of the wooden posts nearby. And with that, we'll pick that up next time. Okay. <laughs> 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 what promises did we make to this thing? I can't remember. I think Leaf wants us to restore uh, to its glory. I'm working on it. <laughs> people coming. Well, thank you all for uh, taking the time to play. I hope you all enjoyed this. Wonderful session. What do we oh, want yes. to do for uh, next session in February? Uh, before, before we actually even start talking about next session, I'd like to congratulate you all on saving Eric and making level four. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, our trio seems to have returned to Trollskull Manor to find the little spirit of Leaf angry with them. The resounding thud of the crossbow bolt hitting the wood next to Adrock quickly brings the party's attention to the interlopers within the manor. What has angered Leaf, and what group wishes to wrest control of the manor from the trio? Find out in two weeks. Thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying following the adventures of the trio, please share this pleasure with others. Thank you and have a good night.